Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend Fuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. Show's namesake, BJ Shea, is on assignment, but running the boards is Joey D's. Hi there. Hi. On today's show, I will talk with Gareth von Kallenbach about the amazing acquisition of Activision Blizzard by Microsoft. This is a big one, folks. We will also go nuts about the trailer to Moon Knight and, of course, the geek sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Get a hold of us via our website, bjgeeknation.com. It's going to have our blogs, podcasts, and more. Or just search BJ Shays Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, and the Odyssey app. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to us. And uh, feel free to give us feedback whenever you can on that social media or shoot us an email, bjgeeknation at gmail.com. Plenty of ways to do that. And if uh, you don't want to interact with us, at least give us a review. Give us five stars if your uh, little uh, podcatcher uh, gives out stars, something like on a, on uh, Apple Podcasts, or just listen to, to us on the Odyssey app. Plenty of ways to do that and uh, get a hold of us and hear us talking about all the crazy things that are going down. And we need to talk about this one, so let me get right with Mr. Gareth Von Kallenbach. Gareth Von Kallenbach joins us from Skewed and Reviewed, that is SKNR.net. And Gareth, a lot of news going on in the video game world. Well, let's start off with uh, Tom Clancy's, uh, we got what, Rainbow Six Extraction now? Now, this is a really interesting uh, new release, and what they've done this time is having you do a squad of counterinsurgents, where a lot of it was based on a more tactical approach, not the tactics have gone out the window, but as you you know from the Tom Clancy games you've had to, um, from the Rainbow Six series, you've had to do things like stack up at the door, send people in, deploy, have spotters, that sort of thing. And this time around, what they've done is blended a more traditional tactical approach with a squad-based shooter in that oh. you have an, you've had a parasitic alien invasion, and uh, there are cities like New York, San Francisco, uh, states like Alaska, and various other locales, and each one has uh, three zones. And you have to go in with squads of three. You can play solo if you need to. There's cross-play, so console and PC can play. And you pick your operatives, and you've got to go through, and you have various missions like uh, take out key targets, recover um, captured um, allies, um, you know, take out nests, things of that nature. And, of course, you have to pick up ammunition and health along the way. As you get technology points, you can upgrade your weaponry. You can upgrade body armor. You can decide, like, do I want a little robot drone that will go ahead and scan an area for me, or would I rather have a a grenade or a smoke grenade or a scanner, you know, things like that. And the beautiful thing about it is that you don't really die, that if you're taken out, you essentially go uh, down and you can get covered in this stasis foam. And your operator and all their experience, including the points that they've gained on that mission, go into limbo. Oh, and wow. then what you have to do is go back in and rescue them. Oh, kind but of you like you don't a... know if the mission that you go back in to rescue will have them there. They, they'll tell you, like, in this area, there are four downed operatives, but you're not going to go in and necessarily get a chance to recover all four. And it really makes you have some tough choices because each zone, each time you go into a mission, there are three zones that you access through airlocks. So you go through and say you had, you completed or failed the first part of a mission. You have to decide, 
am I going to press on or am I going to bug out and just call it good? And, you know, the debate is, well, if you press on and you go down, you don't get to hit the space bar and just pop back up and come in. You have to pick another operative, go back in, and now you have an experienced operative and their points out. And so it, it, it was a lot of fun in that once you get used to it, you have some really hard calls like, you know, my buddy's down here. Can I risk myself to go in and get them or do I have to just let them be? and try to complete the mission or do I just let them be and bug myself out of this zone Damn. and take my chances with them later. And, you know, it, it, it was tough. I mean, we had a, a scenario where I was literally carrying a guy out and you're resorting to having to use a pistol because since they're over your shoulder and, you know, there was this one alien and I nailed it and took it down, but it also explodes and I couldn't tell whether it was down or faking it. <laughs> oh, no. So I shot it and it exploded and took us both down. And so the other guy left on the team had the hard call of save himself, save both of us, or leave us, uh, or try to save one of us. So it, it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Damn it. It, is, it! it is out now. It's an extra level of tactics that you don't really see a lot of the times, especially in a game where you're fighting aliens and that sort of thing. Like, that's a level of realism that you don't really expect. Oh, exactly. And, you know, I'm one of those, so I like to just go in and go loud and blow everything to pieces, but you... <laughs> There is a time when you have to be quiet and crouch down and make your way along and put up a little barricade in the door behind you or shut a door behind you to make sure they don't come in. And then there are times where you just say, okay, I'm going, I'm, you know, I'm going to take out anything that moves. And that's what's beautiful about it is that there is a way to work it out for everybody. That's pretty amazing. And now going to uh, going away from video games itself to the companies that make them, Microsoft recently bought the company that owns Bethesda, which was kind of a huge thing, and people were pretty excited about that. And then the news broke this week, massive news, that Microsoft is looking to purchase Activision and all of the things that involve with all around that for almost $69 billion, making it, I think, the big one of the biggest, if not the biggest, purchases from a company to another company in the video game industry and like some people are very excited for this but there are a lot of people who are worried about this as well gareth kind of where do you stand on this well it's a mixed bag for me i i kind of look at it and say from a devil's advocate standpoint there are people that say well they couldn't compete with sony in terms of hardware sales and exclusives so essentially they opened up their wallets and started buying assets to essentially keep them from Sony. And people said, well, you know, this is kind of a monopolistic behavior. This is really not in the best interest of gamers and that sort of thing. And then others say, well, Sony had the opportunity to do the same thing as well, although that wasn't their business standpoint. And as the smoke has cleared somewhat, you know, you, you mentioned Bethesda and there were all these people going, oh, that's it. You know, we're not going to see Starfield on the PlayStation, and we're not going to see this, and we're not going to see that. And of course, with Call of Duty having the uh, close association with the Call of Duty League with Sony, everyone's like, oh, this is it. This is the end of Sony. And we've heard that, uh, you know, their stock fell 7% based on this news. And then Activision, uh, you know, this is good. You know, this has been talked about for a while, and we originally looked into it 10 years ago. Microsoft has come out and said, look, it's in our best interest to make sure these titles are available to as many platforms as possible. And so people are saying, you know, don't think this is going to become 
Call of Duty and Overwatch and Diablo are going to be exclusive to the Xbox slash PC platform. Like anything, it'll probably be on a case-by-case basis. Now, this is where it gets really interesting. A couple of weeks ago, we'd heard some stories that the current Call of Duty Vanguard, while selling well, has not sold to the level that they expected. And there were all these you know, believes anything to do with the um, negative publicity that's been around the company. Uh, It could be just fatigue. Some people didn't want to go back to World War II. And so the belief is that the next game may ship in October versus November. And then you had people, you know, all these speculations. When are we going to see the next Diablo and what's coming and so on and so forth. There are those that say, Xbox game with their Game Pass, which has been really big. And for those who don't know that, uh, it's a subscription service that gives you access to all these games uh, for PC and for the Xbox console. So if you don't want to go out and pay $59.99, you can go on there and play digital versions of the game. And they've been very big from everything from Halo to um, Blood and many big releases being available the day they launch. We just mentioned Extraction. That's another example. Day and date, boom, it's launched. And so they've got some people say, okay, well, this is good because that means they have the option to do Call of Duty, to do some of the games. There are those that believe that what they're trying to do is they are essentially going to try that service available to PlayStation users. And that essentially what they're going to say is if you are a PlayStation owner, and you want Call of Duty, you want to play Diablo, you want to play some of these Bethesda titles, the only way you can do that, short of playing them on PC or Xbox, is through this production service. You're not going to be able to go out and buy them and play them on your PS system. You're going to have to go through. So there's a lot of speculation, but the bottom line, it rocked the industry. And of course, now the speculation is going back on Warner Brothers, because when uh, Microsoft Bethesda, a lot of people thought Warner Brothers Game Division was going to come into play and that Sony would snap them up. And that has not been their motive. They've taken smaller companies, people that they've worked with on. And so now that's the new play. So we shall see. Yeah. And I mean, the one thing that is interesting, I mean, the fact that you can maybe get a lot of the titles, uh, uh, you know, from the back catalog on uh, uh, Game Pass, which is great. I use Game Pass and I love it. And it's also somewhat worrisome of the fact that. Uh, This is definitely something along the lines of the fact that um, Activision and Blizzard have had a PR nightmare for like the last two years at least, and it seems that it might almost be kind of like, well, let's like pass this on to someone else and hopefully kind of uh, fix that tarnished reputation and possibly be able to continue forward with a game, uh, you know, a game company that doesn't have the, the, the allegations against it. Correct. And that's basically what essentially cashing out while you can, putting the problems behind us, and then several key players can walk into the sunset with a significantly higher mm-hmm. uh, bonus. I mean, there, there's been speculation that the uh, president of Activision could be looking at a payout in terms of uh, $300 million plus million now. Wow. Uh, because of this merger, when some said it would have been maybe 
50 to 60 million golden parachute to go away. And now they, some say, since it's the merger's done, it could be as much as 375 million. And once the dust settles and it's all approved, he's just going to resign and walk away. But who knows? All speculation, as I said, at this point. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's kind of the fun part about it is speculating what the hell's going to go on. I do like the fact that, I mean, at this point in time, we haven't seen any huge changes in uh, what Bethesda brings and the fact that we get that stuff on the Xbox. So, I mean, you got to kind of take it as it is at this point, because, I mean, what the hell else are you going to do? <laughs> like, you, we don't know even if it's going to go through because it still has to go through all the approval processes with, you know, with the government and all that. At this point, we do have that speculation, but I do know that you're going to keep tabs on all of it. And people can find all of that information and more at Skewed and Reviewed. You can find that at SKNR.net. Thank you so much, Gareth. Anytime. Take care. Thank you so much, Gareth. And I mean, it'll be interesting to see if maybe, uh, maybe like World of Warcraft ends up on the uh, Microsoft Game Pass. I don't necessarily <laughs> see that happening, but this is a real interesting thing that's been happening. All I'm waiting for is Bill Gates to drop into Warzone. <laughs> get some Call of Duty under his belt, you know? <laughs> it is going to, it's just like, Ah, like as we're getting like deeper into like the metaverse and like the fact that Amazon controls so much more than you actually know. And then like even when I was talking with Gareth, the fact that we first saw that, you know, uh, Microsoft purchased uh, the studio that runs Bethesda. And now we've got with Activision, Blizzard and King, which are like all together uh, do a lot of stuff out there, including yeah, yeah, Call of Duty, doing a lot of like the World of Warcraft stuff over. Overwatch, and it's it's kind of scary to have one company running with all of that. And I even saw something. Uh, Gareth sent me a message after we had recorded that that Sony stock basically Sony lost twenty billion dollars uh, when oh. this was announced just due to stock lowering because they weren't the ones that pulled the trigger on this. Ooh, yeah, not not that great. Not a great day. Probably pretty good for Microsoft stock, though. Yeah, probably. I wish I had some of that. Um, but we will have to see in the coming uh, coming weeks what this actually means, coming weeks, months, whatever is going to happen with that. And then also Sony's response to that. It's going to be, I think it's going to be epic. Like, at this point in time, things are really ramping up when it comes down to gaming. Now, we do also need to talk about the other big thing, which was Moon Knight did get its release date on Disney+, and it was revealed alongside with a trailer... And the new trailer and release date were revealed during the Arizona Cardinals and Los Angeles Rams wildcard game, and it shows off the first real look of the upcoming series. I have to imagine that both of you guys have seen it as well. Yes. I, have. I even re- wrote a blog about it. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Mostly because I wanted to include my favorite meme of all time, which I don't believe it's real. <laughs> it's not it's real, not. but it's amazing. And it took me forever to find one that was bleeped out. <laughs> Side note. <laughs> Where it's uh, Moon Knight walking down. It's like, Dracula, you're effing nerd. Where's my FGD money? Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. And it, oh. it kind of like, you like see that and you're like, that's probably not real. But also at the same point. It is my favorite. Yeah, it's my own <laughs> headcanon right there. So yeah, the trailer is set to Kid Cudi's Day and Night. And the Moon Knight trailer follows Mark Spector, who at times thinks he's another man named Steven. And he can't seemingly uh, tell the difference between life and dreams. We see him struggling with this and even chaining himself to a bed and waking up not realizing that he was the one who did it. Uh, we also got a look at Ethan uh, Ethan Hawke's Arthur Harrow, who is a cult leader, uh, apparently was said to be inspired by David Koresh, which is kind of interesting Wait, if you remember the Waco stuff. Oh, that oh, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, we don't. Uh, basically, we didn't even know who Ethan Hawke was playing, but closed captioning on YouTube trailer uh, did actually help out quite uh, uh, enough. He will become Harrow, a character who only appeared in one comic, Moon Knight Volume Two, Number Two, and was a mad scientist who was working on stopping pain in the human body by using human subjects. So we'll kind of have to see where this is going to go with that aspect. Uh, as the trailer continues, we see Spectre embracing the chaos and becoming Moon Knight while beating the crap out of someone in a bathroom. So that's amazing. Hmm. <laughs> uh, they also uh, put out a, uh, uh, a poster that looks pretty sweet. And it's going to star Oscar Isaac, which you may remember as Poe Dameron, uh, amongst other roles, as Mark Spectre, a character who suffers from... Dissociative personality disorder, mm-hmm. which means uh, back in the day it was called multiple personality disorders. Um, obviously not used now, um, mm. but multiple identities who live inside him and find themselves thrust into a deadly war of gods against the backdrop and of modern and ancient Egypt. It's also known as uh, I- dissociative identity per- uh, disorder as well for other people. Yes, that is yes. true as well. Yeah, the same thing on those. So if you hear those, that's exactly what it's going to be coming up to. I did a little a little digging because I had to do it for the blog that I wrote. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of his personalities or er, identities include Steve Grant, which is a millionaire version of himself, and Jake Lockley, which is a cab driver persona. And he did. He was either called or mentioned his name was Stephen in the trailer as well, too. Yes. So with all they call right him, it's that. like Mark. What are you doing? It's like who's Mark? That's right. Yeah, exactly. And so this will premiere on Disney Plus March thirtieth, which is a lot sooner than I thought. I think it's going to come up right after like Book of Boba Fett, essentially. Yeah, it's it's funny because somebody else uh, made a joke about it on the internet, where it's like I thought I had until May. To have my heart healed <laughs> yeah, from, like, no. Spider-Man. It's like, no, it's already. I'm not ready. And is this a movie or a series? It's series. a series. Oh, okay. Yeah, and a lot of people are also putting ties on to this, uh, the fact that Moon Knight did run with characters such as Blade mm-hmm. and Black Knight. And so we've seen Black Knight as Kit Harrington, Dane, mm-hmm. in uh, The Eternals. And so it'll. It, it's interesting to see how this is going to kind of uh, bring in the aspect of the supernatural into the MCU, and it's like it's different than what magic is as well, because we had we've had basically the entirety of the Infinity Saga was up until really kind of the end of it was all science based, mm-hmm. and then we've gotten a lot of this right now with magic based with uh, Wanda, Stephen Strange, um, a lot of the multiverse stuff is being <laughs> being cracked open by magic. And now it's also kind of leading into that supernatural, which I don't, I don't necessarily feel that that's magic. Uh, more it, along it, the lines it, of like godlike powers and like gods helping people out with that. So it seems like another aspect of it. From what I remember reading, like he apparently got some of his powers from like an ancient stone or ancient god or something, and he looks like in the mm-hmm. trailer he works at a museum. Yeah, or he's at least in a museum, which. I remember the Eternals, Kit Harrington's character. It wasn't a museum, but it was a school in England. Yeah. And so this also looks like it's in England. I feel like we probably are going to see Kit Harrington at least once or twice in this show. Yeah, it would and maybe not as a main character, but maybe as just kind of leading into some like, sort of the hey, things. What's up in here? Cuz it does look like he's like fighting a werewolf type creature. So I feel <laughs> yeah, like he might cool. need some help. We need some werewolves uh, in uh, in our uh, in our lives, and actually, and we're getting was... our Dracula version with uh, what's his face. Uh... Oh yeah, well, Mahershala Ali as Blade, but there. Oh is... no, I meant. Uh, uh, why do I keep calling him Mil- Milik? Like, no, that's a face 
water lotion stuff. <laughs> no, Morpheus. Not Morpheus. Uh, Morpheus. Oh, Mor- uh, Morbius. Thank you. Yes, Jar- Jared Leto is going to be Morbius, but that's not MCU. Kind of. Maybe yes, we no. don't know with the multiverse and the way that they've kind of been going back and forth with like, things. I mean, he mentions Venom in the trailer, and then we also see the Vulture in the trailer. You're right. Dang we it. don't know. Yeah. So I mean, we got we we need like a werewolf. We got our vampire. We're gonna get a what is it? Daywalker. Yeah. He's technically, yeah. what they call yeah, Blade. He's so he's day technically walker, a yeah. daywalker. He's a little different. <laughs> and this is a really kind of interesting thing as well, too, because we're just talking about the supernatural stuff. I saw this that MCU, the MCU and Disney Plus is going to be putting out a Halloween special <laughs> later this year, and I was really intrigued by this because it's going to be called Werewolf by Night. And it's gonna hint. It hints at Nina Price's debut, and I don't know who that person is. I don't Nina know who that character Price, is. Nina Price. But if you look up Vampire by Night, it's a character who is Ooh. like a witch by day and a vampire by night. Hence the name. Um, so it, we're gonna have vampires, werewolves, all sorts of these crazy things. Like I know that uh, I know that Universal really wanted to put out like the Universal monster movies as like this whole shared dark universe, and I feel like Marvel's like. Y'all couldn't do it, but guess what? We can. Yeah, this we're going to do it better. This show looks a lot darker than the other Disney Plus shows we've gotten, especially, you know, with Boba Fett and Mandalorian. Like, they were all pretty lighthearted. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be real interesting to see where they Ooh. go with it. Gail uh, Garcia Bernal, which I'm just excited because it's like representation. Yeah, He's nice. one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> He's set to play Werewolf by Night, like play Jack Russell in Werewolf by Night. So yeah, this That's is gonna rumor, but I want him now. And I feel like if they're doing a Halloween special, this is gonna lead into a lot of this sort of thing. So I would imagine that they would have like, depending on how Black Knight goes and how Moon Knight goes and how all of these things kind of end up and how Blade, like, however, whenever they're gonna release it, like these are good tie-ins for like a horror aspect of the Marvel universe. I mean, they tried with the New Mutants, but that was I think before the uh, merger situation happened. Yeah, yeah, and this is it's a very smart move for them because they can't just do I mean for lack of a better term bubblegummy movies Mm -hmm. because we are all still adults that want to see darker things and like between Morpheus Morpheus Morbius Morbius Morpheus is the other one uh Morbius Blade Moon Knight I'm like there's one more I was thinking of oh Deadpool too because technically he's now not so much the MCU but he's now part of a Disney property yeah he's one of them like, they're kind of the wild card when it comes down to all of it yeah he's like they have to be okay with expanding to rated R or even yes. mm-hmm. just darker themes you just you can't do some of these movies without doing that yeah I absolutely agree with that and horror is a good way to gotta go into that and I mean and, and, and if they suck, then well, they can just put them uh, the movies out during uh, you know January and February like we're hmm. used to. And uh, whoa, hey, speaking of, uh, it is now time for the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. All right, Vicky, dare I ask what you got for us? Uh, movies, movies. Yay! Movies. Are, are we still? Oh, okay. Yeah, the way you just said that, like, I'm pretty sure we're still in the crap zone. No, yeah. like everything here is either not nerdy or something we that's going to be so bad nobody's going to give a crap about because i've never heard about these i don't think anybody will all right uh there is one called the king's daughter the king's daughter yep that's that's about it's pg so that makes me think we're not going to see anything too saucy uh, but it has Pierce Brosnan in it. Uh, Kayla Sc- uh, Scudelario, she I believe was in Mad Max as oh, one of the brides. Okay. Um, it also has Julianne Andrews, but that doesn't really mean anything. It just looks very uh, 
made for TV, you know, those types of uh, movies, but it's mermaids and kings and princesses. Yeah, I'm just looking on IMDb. I mean, this looks like definitely one of those princess like Disney movies made in like for real life. Uh, yeah, King Louis the, I'm going to say the 14th. I don't know. I don't know. Ten, yep. Yep. Uh, yes. King Louis the 14th's quest for immortality leads him to capture and steal a mermaid's life force. And then a move that is further complicated by his illegitimate daughter's discovery of the creature. This is a movie I'm going mermaids. to, I'm going to call, Hey, Piers Brosnan needed to keep his Actors Guild insurance. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not thinking this is going to do great. But maybe it'll surprise us. Might not be for me. Might be for a younger audience. It is PG, so I'm thinking maybe the the teenagers, yeah, maybe young adults. Yeah, um, this. I mean, it's just even like doing a quick look over on the trailer. It just it doesn't. I'm really put off by Pierce Brosnan with this weird long like mm-hmm. hair. Like it's just this big flowing Fabio type hair, mm-hmm. and I just I just remember him as James Bond. Or uh, from uh, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. Like short, tight hair, not these like, big, long, flowing locks. Your accent, your accent's a bit muddled. It's, so it's, is your tan. He, he's gray, right? Like gray hair. Uh, well, Pierce not Bro- in, not in these pictures. Really? No, those, that looked like a beautiful uh, set of uh, dirty blonde or brown hair on that one. Some locks. Because all I remember him for the amazing one-liners, like you said from Bond, where he's like, "Oh, looks like you took a giant fall." <laughs> it's the really bad ones. You're like, "Oh, yeah. wow!" Thank you, Daniel Craig, for removing that from the series. <laughs> yeah, it's mm, yeah. Oh well, if you guys do end up seeing it, let me know. Yeah, is there really anything else going uh, on though? I mean, there's one another one where I'm calling it. Uh, you needed your insurance, didn't you? Movie. <laughs> It is a horror, mystery, and thriller movie called War Hunt. And as of now, it only has eight reviews on the tomato meter, no audience score yet, and it's getting 38%. It is called War Hunt, and it's got, like, Mickey Rourke in it, and I don't really know. Robert uh, Kenfer, which I'm sure, he's one of those actors, like, you don't know who he is, but you recognize his face. Oh, yeah, yeah, he looks super familiar. Robert Nepper, And he I always think. ends up playing, ah, like, a bad guy. I don't yeah. know if there's a TV show I saw recently with him in it. Or... Uh, he was teabag in Prison Break, if you might know nope. about him. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I mean, that might be a little bit yeah, before this like time. Yeah. Eye Zombie, <laughs> he was in, oh, the Orville, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was in one thing of the Orville. All right. Is that where I'm remembering him from? Yeah, because I know you didn't see uh, Twin Peaks either. So no, he was in the Orville, and I remember exactly what episode it was. It was it was Kelly, like the command, like the second in command, and Bordis's birthday. They end up finding a new planet that reached out for you know late like alien life form. They go and sit down, have lunch or dinner with them. And it turns out that if you're born between a certain like astrological sign, you're just immediately imprisoned. Oh, and yeah. he was like the bad guy. Oh, geez. Okay. So that's who he is. I recognize that face. Oh, yeah. He was also in uh, Heroes as well. Oh, I love way that back show in the before. day. Well, yeah. The this first was during, season. Yeah, this is way after the uh, first season. So. Oh. I'm still chasing that, you know, high of the first season of Heroes, man. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> we're keep... never going to get it. Nope. Uh, looks. Dumb. It's based in 1945. You got a U.S. military cargo plane loses control and violently crashes behind enemy lines in the middle of the German Black Forest. And if you want to see Mickey Rourke in a uh, eye patch, this is the movie for you. Well, I mean, okay. 
I do like people in eye patches. <laughs> if this is like free on something, maybe, but I'm not going to go to the theaters to see this. Oh, man. There's this movie that I actually kind of want to see because I really love the premise. And I don't, I don't think it's a new one, but I, I, I want to say our good friend of the show, but he has no idea who the hell we are. Uh, but my favorite <laughs> uh, TikToker right now is Straw Hat Goofy. And oh, yeah. he reviewed a movie recently. I believe it's on Netflix. And the idea is it was these three young men who were trained in, I don't remember what martial arts exactly, I don't remember if it was kung fu or not. Uh, they were trained by a master and they were ridiculously good. And then they get older and their master, I think, either gets killed or passes away and they have to go avenge him. But now they're all middle-aged dudes and they have not studied in many years. So it's kind yeah. of that idea. I love that idea of, hey, we were really badass when we were young and we still have these skills, but our bodies, uh, not so much. But... I love those kind of redemption type situations. Like you got to get the team back together. (laughs) That being said, everything hurts. (laughs) Yeah, totally. So, yeah. Mm. Mm. Give me a sec. I'll find it. Paper Tigers. Oh, Paper Tigers. Okay. Yes. It looks looks really good. So if you guys have seen that, please let me know what you think. It is on my list of a thousand movies and shows that I need to watch at some point. (laughs) Good luck with that. (sighs) Well, until next time, guys. Stay nerdy.